Why on earth do women gain fat? Have you ever asked yourself that question? Well, in today's video, we're going to be going over not necessarily how to lose that unwanted body fat, but rather reverse engineer the process of how did we gain that unwanted body fat in the first place so that once we do lose it in upcoming chapters, you never have to worry about gaining it back again. What's up? My name's Jared Hines, founder and creator of Booty Sculpt. And right here at Booty Sculpt, we decided to put together a 110 video book question series from women and moms all around the world, answering and addressing 110 of the most asked questions about how do women lose the fat, how do they lose the weight, and feel and look their absolute best. So without further ado, let's get right on in to chapter number two. Now, as I had stated in chapter number one, because I do have the tendency to ramble on and on and on, which, I mean, I may do that from time to time, what I'm going to do, I actually have all of the book typed out, and I'm going to read it word for word straight from my iPad, that's clearly right here, so that we can get right to the point, so that you can get in, get out, and get on your way with your fitness transformation. So without further ado, let's get right on in to why do women gain fat? Now, if you're looking for the answer to that question, it turns out that it's rather simple. And that answer is women gain fat because the body is designed to store and save excess energy for when it absolutely needs it. Now, if you look back to the ancestral environments or the caveman days, right, where food was really scarce, but physical activity, it was rather plentiful, right? The hunters would go out and they'd gather the food and they'd come back and have to cook it. Like there's a lot of motion and activity that takes place there, right? So back then, our bodies would actually store fat in the form of energy and then use it only when it needed to absolutely use it. So when the hunter goes out and he's going and hunting a saber-toothed tiger, uh, well, he's going to probably save a little bit of his energy just in case his spear ended up missing that saber-toothed tiger so that he can run his butt on back to the cave and not get eaten alive. Now, in today's world, uh, where food is plentiful, physical activity is often relatively scarce. A lot of sedentary jobs, I mean, we're sitting down a lot when we do just day-to-day -day actions and activities. It can be kind of a little bit of a burden, especially when trying to lose this fat and lose this weight, right? Now, when we consume more calories than we expend on a day-to-day -day basis, our body converts those excess calories into stored energy in the form of what we know as body fat. To put it very simply, the fat that you really want to lose is essentially a spare tire. Someone on here just said, Amen, Shamanahaya, Shamanalahanda, right? We are here to get rid of that spare tire, so keep watching. Now, here's a basic rule of thumb. If you consume more energy, so calories from food, then your body needs to maintain its overall weight. What it will naturally do is that it will store body fat, you'll gain it, and it will slowly begin to accumulate on top of one another, only to be weighted to be used for whatever physical exertion of energy it is that you have to apply to whatever task it is that you're doing. Does that always happen? No, it doesn't, but we'll touch more on that in future chapters. Now, here comes a very important question is, uh, how much energy do I need in order to maintain my overall weight? 
You've probably asked that question, right? Well, I'm gonna give you seven indicators that's gonna really help you thoroughly deduce on how much energy you should be consuming versus shouldn't be consuming and really what you should be doing on a day-to-day basis so that you can see some incredible results. Well, these seven areas, well, I'm gonna throw in an eighth one there. These eight areas are going to really vary from person to person because everybody's personal body composition and their structure of their bodies are different. Those do fall into different categories that you can pinpoint, which obviously we'll go over that in future chapters here in this book. However, we're going to touch base on these seven right here, so here they are. Number one is your gender. Are you male or female? right? Next, you got age. That is another huge factor. Uh, You have height being number three. You got number four. What is your current weight as of right now? From there, number five, that's going to determine how much energy you need to be consuming versus not consuming is non-exercise activity. How much non-exercise activity are you doing on a day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month basis that is either contributing or not contributing to where you want to be? From there, you have the next one, which is number six. This one is overall exercise activity. How often are you being active? Did you know that you need, and it is an absolute need, it's not even like, hey, maybe should I do this? No, this is an absolute need. You need to know and understand how much energy you are expending on a day-to-day basis. Why? Because if you are putting out more calories than you are bringing in, what will happen is, yes, you'll burn calories, you'll be at a negative deficit. By default, your weight has to go down. Like from a scientific standpoint, your weight has to go down, all right? I'm not going to get into as to why that does that just quite yet. That's going to be saved for some upcoming chapters. But uh, if you haven't had a chance to go and watch or listen to chapter number one where we went over what is your TDEE, your total daily energy expenditure, uh, please go ahead and do that. I provided a free tool in that video to really help you calculate and thoroughly deduce what your energy output should be so that you can actually begin to lose this fat and lose this weight and feel and look your absolute best. So from there, we have number seven food consumption. This pertains to one of the three body types in women, okay? All of us, you included, are a part of one of three body type categories. More in upcoming chapters. And the food consumption plays a gigantic role in two of those, but I mean, you could throw it into all three because yes, it is important. We need food for energy. So uh, food consumption is very, very huge. Please write that down. And last but not least is number eight, which this is the one that I just decided to throw in right now, which is what is the body composition? What is the body structure? Some types, in order to get the fat off and lose the weight, they primarily need to be doing aerobic exercise, not anaerobic exercise. Aerobic, you're doing more high intensity, you're getting that heart rate up, non-application of any type of weighted material, typically body weight exercise. Non-aerobic, I mean, is the opposite. It's weighted exercise training, okay? So you have those different types of training that heavily benefits one of those three types. The next one is uh, you need to lift. You need to be applying heavy force 
up against your muscles so that you can kickstart your metabolism, you can synthesize all the proteins exactly where they need to ultimately go to so that you can see the result that is that you want to see. And then last but not least is the third body composition type, which if this is your primary type, then food consumption is the only priority. Because then what will happen if you have that proper diet and you're cleaned up and everything's working, your I's are dotted, your T's are crossed, you will lose the fat and lose the weight by default if you focus on the food. But you have to be primarily that third type. Here in the next upcoming chapters, I'll be breaking down those different types so you can thoroughly uh, come to a conclusion on what your type is so that we can kind of figure these numbers out, get these questions answered so that you can see the results it is that you want to see. So that's going to wrap up for chapter number two, why do women gain fat? And then there are eight contributing factors that play a gigantic role. So here's some homework to do before we get into the next chapter obviously tomorrow, or depending on when you're watching this, it might already be out, uh, is go through, answer these, gender, am I male or female? Age, what's my age? What's my height? What's my weight? How much am I doing non-exercise wise? How much am I doing exercise wise? What's my food consumption look like on a morning, afternoon, and evening basis? And then if you need any type of help evaluating what your body composition or your body structure is, because you want some answers, Feel free to go and drop it below in the comment section or shoot me a inbox on Facebook, Instagram, however it is that you want to go and get a hold of me. And I'd love to go and answer that for you because that's what we are here to do. That being said, this is going to wrap up chapter number two. We'll look forward to seeing you on the very next chapter, which is chapter number three. And we're going to be breaking down the different body types, the body structures to help you get where you want to be. God bless you. God keep you. We'll see you on the next upcoming chapter. Adios.